Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. 1 Kings chapter 14. At that time, Abijah, son of Jeroboam, became ill. And Jeroboam said to his wife, Go disguise yourself so you won't be recognized as the wife of Jeroboam. Then go to Shiloh. Ahijah the prophet is there, the one who told me that I would be king over these people. Take ten loaves of bread with you, some cakes, and a jar of honey, and go to him. He will tell you what will happen to the boy. So Jeroboam's wife did what he said and went to Ahijah's house in Shiloh. Now Ahijah could not see. His sight was gone because of his age. But the Lord had told Ahijah, Jeroboam's wife is coming to ask you about her son, for he is ill, and you are to give her such and such an answer. When she arrives, she will pretend to be someone else. So when Ahijah heard the sound of her footsteps at the door, he said, Come in, wife of Jeroboam. Why this pretense? I have been sent to you with bad news. Go tell Jeroboam that this is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. I raised you up from among the people and appointed you ruler over my people Israel. I tore the kingdom away from the house of David and gave it to you. But you have not been like my servant David, who kept my commands and followed me with all of his heart, doing only what was right in my eyes. You have done more evil than all who have lived before you. You have made for yourself other gods, idols made of metal. You have aroused my anger and turned your back on me. Because of this, I'm going to bring disaster on the house of Jeroboam. I will cut off from Jeroboam every last male in Israel, slave or free. I will burn up the house of Jeroboam as one burns dung until it's all gone. Dogs will eat those belonging to Jeroboam who die in the city, and the birds will feed on those who die in the country. The Lord has spoken. As for you, go back home. When you set foot in your city, the boy will die. All Israel will mourn for him and bury him. He's the only one belonging to Jeroboam who will be buried. Because he's the only one of the house of Jeroboam in whom the Lord, the God of Israel, has found anything good, the Lord will raise up for himself a king over Israel who will cut off the family of Jeroboam. Even now this is beginning to happen. And the Lord will strike Israel so that it will be like a reed swaying in the water. He will uproot Israel from this good land that he gave to their ancestors and scatter them beyond the Euphrates River because they aroused the Lord's anger by making Asherah poles. And he will give Israel up because of the sins Jeroboam has committed and has caused Israel to commit. Then Jeroboam's wife got up and left and went to Tirzah. As soon as she stepped over the threshold of the house, the boy died. They buried him, and all Israel mourned for him, as the Lord had said, through his servant, the prophet Ahijah. The other events of Jeroboam's reign, his wars, and how he ruled, are written in the book of the annals of the kings of Israel. He reigned for 22 years and then rested with his ancestors. And Nadab, his son, 
succeeded him as king. Rehoboam, son of Solomon, was king in Judah. He was 41 years old when he became king, and he reigned 17 years in Jerusalem, the city that the Lord had chosen out of all the tribes of Israel in which to put his name. His mother's name was Nama, and she was an Ammonite. Judah did evil in the eyes of the Lord. By the sins they committed, they stirred up his jealous anger more than those who were before them and more than any others had ever done. They also set up for themselves high places, sacred stones, and Asherah poles on every high hill and under every spreading tree. There were even male shrine prostitutes in the land. The people engaged in all of the detestable practices of the nations that the Lord had driven out before the Israelites. In the fifth year of King Rehoboam, Shishak, king of Egypt, attacked Jerusalem. He carried off the treasures of the temple of the Lord and the treasures of the royal palace. He took everything, including all of the gold shields Solomon had made. So King Rehoboam made bronze shields to replace them and assigned these to the commanders of the guard on duty at the entrance of the royal palace. Whenever the king went to the Lord's temple, the guards bore the shields, and afterward they returned them to the guardroom. As for the other events of Rehoboam's reign and all that he did, are they not written in the book of the annals of the kings of Judah? There was continual warfare between Rehoboam and Jeroboam. And Rehoboam rested with his ancestors, and he was buried with them in the city of David. His mother's name was Nama, and she was an Ammonite, and Abijah his son succeeded him as king. And so we have a very sad um, situation here. Jeroboam uh, has a son. Apparently he's a decent man. The Lord says he's a good man. The son, not Jeroboam. But he's sick, so um, he knows he can't inquire directly from the Lord's true prophets. And he comes up with this ruse where his wife is to disguise herself and and um, uh, go to Ahijah, the prophet of the Lord, who had originally prophesied that Jeroboam would be king over the northern ten tribes. He said, disguise yourself and go to Ahijah and ask um, about our son. Well, the Lord tells Ahijah that the wife is coming, that she's um, uh, going to be pretending to be someone else. And although Ahijah is blind, he has the spirit of the Lord um, letting him know blow by blow. And so when the woman shows up at his door, he immediately knows who she is and tells her to come in. And so he begins to prophesy. In verse 9, he says, you've done more evil than all who have lived before you. You've made for yourself other gods, idols of metal, You've aroused my anger and turned your back on me. Because of this, I'm going to bring disaster on Jeroboam. And uh, to the wife, he says in verse 12, As for you, go back home. When you set foot in your city, the boy will die. And uh, he says everybody's going to mourn for him, but he'll be the only one of your family that uh, is mourned for because the Lord has found some good in him. And then verse 14, the Lord will raise up for himself a king over Israel who will cut off the family of Jeroboam. And so Jeroboam's son died. Um, Jeroboam reigned for 22 years. He died, and his son Nadab uh, succeeded him as king. Meanwhile, 
Rehoboam, remember these two names are very close, Jeroboam's in the north, Rehoboam is the son of Solomon in the south. Rehoboam was a a crummy king. He reigned 17 years in Jerusalem. Uh, He did evil in the eyes of the Lord. Uh, He allowed the shrine prostitutes and worship of false gods and all sorts of detestable things from the other nations. And the two groups, the northern kingdom and the southern kingdom, were at war. And then Rehoboam, at the end of this chapter, is succeeded by his son Abijam. And um, Abijam is um, uh, the next in line. We'll come to him as we we move forward. But this judgment uh, that comes to Rehoboam, it's a very sad situation. The Lord had told him from the outset that he desired to bless him. And yet uh, Rehoboam was not obedient to the Lord. He set up idolatry in direct contradiction to the word of the Lord. And yet he was still aware enough of the one true God that when he came to a crisis in his life with his son sick, he wanted to inquire of the Lord through a legitimate prophet. Friends, many people are that way. They uh, they reject God until they need God, and then they get very sincere. In the case of, of Jeroboam, he had gone too far. There was nothing before him but judgment because of what he had done nationally to all of Israel and leading them astray. But for you and I, there's still hope that if we turn toward the Lord, um, he will have mercy on us. And so the, what the Lord wants to hear from those who don't know him is, I surrender. That's what he's listening for. So friends, if you don't know the Lord, this is your day. If you're estranged from the Lord, this is your day. Just ask the Lord to forgive you, to save you, and to bring you into the, the kingdom of God as a citizen. Let's do that now. And so Lord, for anyone listening that doesn't know Jesus, Lord, speaking on their behalf, I'm asking for them to to verify this to you. Lord, they recognize Jesus as the Son of God. Lord, they recognize that they're in sin and estranged from you. We ask you, Lord, to forgive. We ask you, Lord, to save. We ask you, Lord, that they might be born again. And Lord, give them a hope and a future, not for judgment, but for blessing. Give them a hope and a future in the kingdom of God, now and forever. Amen. And friends, if you've if you've prayed with me or prayed something to that effect, it's legitimate. The Lord will hear your prayer and save you. Go and tell someone today that you've made a decision to follow Christ, that your life is going to be different. And live it out. Don't be like Jeroboam. When you receive the promise of life from the Lord today, which you are receiving from my lips, Live for the Lord. Don't reject him and go and and uh, do other things and disguise yourself and live contrary to his will. Bless you, friends. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.